Ladies and gentlemen, let's rock and roll talking today about our Detroit Lions. Meet Mike Vanderpool with Kevin Lawson laying it down on the Heart of a Lions pod. Check it out. Got my hair cut, Kevin, for the show. Look at you looking good. Shit. Look an old man. Well, every time I get a haircut, it doesn't mean to look younger. It makes me look older. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I passed the point of no return. Right. Am I too far away? Am I good? No, it's it's good, dude. Sounds good. I can see the uh, I can see the line in the background. You look again. You look like the Godfather of uh, of of uh, the tri- the 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 pride here. Let's go, pride, baby. The pride father. The pride hey, father. I like that. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. It's uh, I'm here today, Mike Vanderpool, with uh, Kevin Lawson, aka uh, Honolulu Blue Encyclopedia, is what I call him. Kevin, what's your handle on Twitter? Four Lawson four. Yeah, I know that's where a lot of people, a lot of Lions fans like to communicate with you. Um, that's where you and I do most of our conversations, uh, except for here on the Heart of a Lion podcast. And today we're going to talk about the Lions schedule for 2021 going into 22. Woo woo. I'm excited. We got our tickets. We divvied them up. We'll work through the schedule here, talk about the games, talk about what we know about the team and the teams that we'll be facing uh, and and probably drift off on some side trails because, you know, it's just how you and I like to like to operate. But, uh, That's what we do. Yep. And I am making the commitment this year. I'm going to go to a away game with you. I've never been to an away game before, but this year I'm going to do it. It just depends on how far I can stretch my bank account based on what I heard about uh, uh, tickets for that Rams game. But I'll, I'll save that for, for when we're talking about, about that as we go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So how have you been, Kevin? I am fantastic, sir. The weather's breaking. Uh, we've gone from winter to summer in one week. So welcome to Michigan. And uh, I'm good. I'm ready to rock and roll. Let's go. All right. All right. So let's kick it off. No real crazy news since last time we talked. Uh, Sewell. Wait, Sewell? How do we pronounce this? Sewell. Sewell. The easiest guy's name to pronounce. I still can't even pronounce his name. Um, Sewell uh, got diagnosed with COVID, correct? It was out for a minute. He missed some of the rookie minicamp stuff. Lots of good vibes coming out of that rookie minicamp, though, from what I heard. What'd you hear? Yes, same thing. Uh, the two defensive tackles seem to be as advertised. Uh, I mean, we didn't get a ton because um, one of the quirks of what's going on with COVID is the teams can't bring in as many uh, tryout players and undrafted rookies as they used to. So um, they weren't able to go 11 on 11 or even very much 7 on 7. So um, there were some quirks, but um, the two DTs showed out well. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown uh, looked the part as a wide receiver. Um, so, I mean, lots of good vibes. Coaches seem excited. They're energized. Uh, the players are talking positive. Uh, I think it was good. Only thing missing, like you said, was, you know, Panay wasn't there, but um, coach didn't seem to think he would miss a beat at all. He said he'll, he'll jump right in. He got in Detroit this week, signed his contract, and off we go. Right on, right on. And then Lions, Dan Campbell, I love him because he just says things and it makes the national media. And I'm like, really, this is what you guys choose to talk about. I hope he does buy a lion. I know it's not allowed by law, but you know what? I just hope when when he brings the Super Bowl to Detroit, we need him marching down Woodward Avenue with with, with two lions walking next to him. Right. Please let it happen. Just <laughs> one time, please. Yes. Yes, even Peter might look the other way if Lions win the Super yeah. Bowl, right? <laughs> I love the guy. I absolutely love him. He's just it's just that energy, man. It's that energy of like football being fun again. 
you know, uh, at the end of the day, we know that uh, wins and losses, yeah, they are part of the equation. But, you know, just having a good time for, for us fans and winning definitely does make having a good time easier. But, you know, uh, I do I, I do like the feeling uh, coming out of Allen Park right now, for sure, for I, sure. I agree. He's a, he's a breath of fresh air and he's got so much energy and so much passion. Um, it, it's infectious. And I, I think, I mean, we're going to talk about the schedule in just a minute, but just, just imagine if, if they get off to a good start, can you imagine what it's going to be like? I, I'm trying not to Kevin, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Cause, cause you know, let's see the first week we talked, I was at like five and 12 and then I was at like six, seven, and I might be 17 and old by the time we get yeah. done with talking today. <laughs> That's what we do. You know, yeah, yeah. every time. Yeah, yeah. We, look, we haven't lost, right? You know, we haven't lost yet. <laughs> we haven't lost, so let's go. All right. So um, preseason, last year we didn't even have a preseason. Correct. Um, preseason this year is going to be different than in the past because now we're down to three games. Correct. And I'm just curious how that's going to play out, especially with some of these practice type things um that you just mentioned right players aren't we don't have as many players available for some of this stuff um you know when you and i talked about splitting preseason tickets because we've got two home games versus one away game i was like well which one am i going to get to see you know golf play the most which one am i going to see the starters play the most i don't even know how that's going to shake out you have any clue uh, nobody does um i would guess uh, week two or week three will be the dress rehearsal. Um, I think what happens with three preseason games is automatically that turns up the intensity of training camp, right? You've got one less game, so you've got to you've got to cycle through this ninety man roster and find your best fifty three. So I would imagine training camp will be that much more intense. And when you get out there in a preseason game for, for a guy that's not guaranteed a roster spot, the pressure is that much greater. Uh, you can't, you can't have a bad day. You're going to be on the street. You know, it's just that simple. You've only got three times to shine in front of the coaches now and you get out there and, and, you know, whatever your position may be and you don't, you don't pull your weight in that particular game, you're going to be in trouble. So, um, it kind of ratchets it up to what the, the meaning of a preseason game is for everybody. You know, we used to go and, you know, we're kind of kicking back and we're talking and we glance at the field and talk a little bit more, but now it's going to be like, Hey, you know, so-and-so's in the game. Let's see what he's got. We yeah. he's got warm or, or he could be gone. So uh, that part is kind of exciting for me. I'll be paying a little bit more attention uh, as like the third and fourth quarters of preseason games where everybody tunes out. You better be locked in. You might see your favorite guy either make the team or not make the team. For sure, for sure. Well, and it looks like, and I don't, and again, it, but last year, no preseason before that, that's a lot of a lot of brain cells ago. But uh, there's uh, uh, two weeks between that game, that final preseason game and a regular season game. Is that typically how it went in the past? Or I it thought was, they rolled it right was, into it. It was like nine, ten days. Usually you wind up on, the, on a Thursday, and then your next game would be that following Sunday. Uh, but now you've got two full weeks. And once again, between cutting your roster down and, and trying to figure out, you know, are you picking up a player off from someone else's roster who got cut? You've got a little more time to work through those things and polish yourself up for game one. Cause our game one's going to be, 
that's a real opponent that's coming in here for game one. Yeah, for sure. I mean, well, we'll get there in a, in a second, but we got the Bills, Steelers. Oh, goodness gracious. And then uh, uh, the Colts. Indianapolis, and, I believe. What's that? I believe it's Indianapolis. Yeah, Indy, uh, Indy um, Pittsburgh, and Buffalo coming in. I'm sorry, Buffalo and Colts coming in, and we're going to Steeler Nation. You're, you've been to a game over there, haven't you? Yes. Are they as ridiculous at home as they are everywhere else they exist? Yes, yes. Oh. It's All not right. the same apart. Um, they're not, uh, they're not uh, uh, the black hole in Oakland type. They don't want to fight you, but they're as tough and as hardy a fan base as you'll ever find. They love they're obsessed with that team and you wear different colors. You better bring, you better bring a little something with you when you sit down there. Cause you're going to get it a little bit male and female fans. Every single place I've ever lived and hung out at a bar on a Sunday, there is a table or tape, most likely tables of Steelers fans sitting there yelling at the TV. Tough. Yeah. Tough people. Yeah. Um, so anything in those games uh, really excites you? I mean, seeing seeing uh, Josh Allen, right, might be kind of cool. But, again, are we going to see him that game? Right, right. Uh, no, I, I think for me it's more about us than the opponent. Uh, we're going to have so many new parts and pieces, new coaches, new schemes. Gosh, I mean, like I said, every play will mean something. You've got to pay attention Got undrafted uh, rookies that are trying to make the roster. Uh, all these one-year contracts on these veterans that we signed, who will want to stay here long term, and they're trying to trying to impress the coaches. It's we got a new quarterback. We got a new backup quarterback. We could go on forever. Don't and, 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 and and we're not trying to refine an old system. It's installing a completely new one on both sides. Everything's new. Everything. Right? Yeah. We've never seen Jared Goff in a Honolulu blue uniform. That alone is going to, you know, juice up the fan base and, and you know, kind of make you tune in and pay a little bit closer. You know, when it was Stafford for the last 10 years, you knew he was going to get a series or two and then he's out of the game. Yeah. Now it's like, hey, Jared Goff, I, I got to watch. What's he – is it, I mean, is it Jared Goff from last year or is it Jared Goff from three years ago? We're going to start forming opinions immediately. With three games, he's got to play, in my mind, a, a four quarters of those three games. Agreed. Me, me, me and some dumb guy on the street that doesn't know anything. But Agreed. just like – And he's got a new – I'd like to see him how he opens a game. I'd like to see how he comes out in the third quarter. And then I'd like to maybe see how he finishes a game. He's got a new system. He's got a yeah. new coordinator. He's got new receivers. He's got to play. Yeah. It won't be a two-series and get out and, and keep him safe. He's got to play a little bit. Yeah. Which will be awesome for us to see the line, how – well, good of a job they do protecting and how well we're able to run the ball because that seems like it's it, right? I mean, it's an important preseason. Yeah. So uh, we could talk about preseason all day, but we might lose <laughs> listeners. So let's move on to the regular season. Um, yeah, you are 100% right. We open with San Francisco, thankfully, at home. I mean, I don't think our we never travel well heading west. Um you know, no, yeah. those those stinking Arizona games, man. I'm almost like, why what am I doing this to this again? But right. uh 49ers coming in. Uh 49ers, who's gonna be their quarterback, right? I just said uh Jimmy G will be the quarterback if he holds up 
uh, through the preseason from an injury standpoint. Uh, they don't think Trey Lance will be ready game one, which is very smart on their part. Um, let the kid learn the game, learn the speed of the game. Uh, it'll be Jimmy G unless he unless he has an injury. And what are you looking forward to in that that first home game other than just it's been a minute, right, since we've been to, been to well, the Ford Field? Uh, right off the top of my head, Panay Sewell versus uh, Joey Bosa, or whichever Bosa's in Frisco. That, I mean, wow, what a baptism. <laughs> I mean, game one, that's who the kid gets to face. Nick that's Bosa. Nick Bosa is their defensive Nick end. Bosa. Yeah, yeah. Joey's in uh, with the Chargers, sorry. But yeah, that that's how that's how his, his career begins against one of the Bosa brothers right off the bat. So I, I, trial by fire. Let's crowd's, go. Crowd's going to be pumped. We're going to have. I'm assuming based on the way things are looking, 100 capacity. Sounds like it. Um, and it, it it's been a long time since Lions fans have been together in one place making noise. Uh, excited. Yeah, who's got tickets? That is that you or me? Me. How'd that work out, Kevin? We might be able to work something out. <laughs> we'll talk off the air. <laughs> what else? Who else is on uh, San Francisco that we even need to think about at this point, right? The whole front four yeah. is just um, – they almost single-handedly won the Super Bowl for them when they, when they faced uh, the Chiefs two years ago. That front four is the truth. Uh, they've got a, a – I mean, people say it's a Super Bowl roster when they're not injured. Um Great receivers, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, 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 their running game, you know, Kyle Shanahan's the offensive genius. Uh, they uh, Kittle, George Kittle yeah. is uh, is uh, Hawkinson's idol, basically. So you got that going for you. He's going to try and outshine his his uh, little BFF there. So we got, <laughs> we got all kinds of subplots going in that game. Uh, Jared Goff played against the 49ers twice a year his entire career. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, there's so many different layers to this game. Man, we come out and we win that game. Hoo-wee. Yes, sir. That's going to flip a lot of people's predictions. I'll be on fire if they win that game. They found a way to pull that out. The narrative will change all the way around. Yeah. Got to at least be competitive, right? All all these games, every game this year. I don't. I think with the, with the squad that we've got, we just got to be competitive. Got to be. Got to be. Got to be. Somehow, some way, find a way to be in it in the fourth quarter. Agree. No, no, forty four to ten blowouts. Oh man, got to stay away from that. From that. Yes. Uh, then we move to in a, our first road game, heading to Green Bay. Yes, sir. Monday night football. That's Monday night game. That's Monday night. Oh man, that's the one I really. I. I, I mean, how hard is it going to be to get a ticket to that game, though? Tickets are always available if you're ready to do what you got to do to get them. <laughs> what does that mean, Kevin? <laughs> that means ride with me, Mike. I got you. I got. You. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. Well, I was just wondering. <laughs> uh, you've been to Lambeau, though, right? What's a game like there? It's probably as close to a college atmosphere as you get in the NFL. The tailgating is on a different level. It's a big party. Uh, uh, even wearing in a 
the opposing team's colors. You're invited, you know, here's a burger, here's a beer. Um, come dance at our, our polka tailgate. Uh, it's, it's an insane atmosphere. Uh, wherever I park, the people welcome you into their home. You know, you need to use the restroom. You travel from Michigan, come on in and uh, have a burger and sit on the porch with me and let's talk football before you go down to the stadium. It's a different place. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we've ever been a real threat to them, at least in modern history. So like, very, very true. Very true. (laughs) I remember uh, I was at a a casino once dressed up in my lion's gear and went and sat down at a table next to somebody, a Packers fan in Packers gear. And the dude started just ripping on me. I'm like, dude, what's wrong with you? (laughs) You kick dead dogs too. Come on. (laughs) Just be buying me a drink. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's it turmoil be, maybe in Green Bay. I don't even know if what, what's going on in Green Bay is real, right? Like Rogers, what what do you what's your take on this whole Rogers thing? I think it's real. Um, and it, it I, I try to uh, balance what I want versus what I think. Um, but I think this is real. I, this is a guy who shunned his whole family. Yeah. Different. When he says, I'm done with you, he's really done. It's not like me or you where, you know, somebody can sit us down and talk to us and, you know, we're like, okay, I can see it your way. He's not that guy. I don't think he is at least. He's a di- he's different. And he feels like they have not had his back and treated him the way he feels he should be treated. And I think it's real, Mike. I think, I, I think there's a fairly good chance when we go to Lambeau, he will not be under center, whether it's by trade or him just saying, I'm not coming by game two. I think it's a real possibility he won't be there. When, when would he have to make a legitimate decision? I mean, it feels like for him, he could probably drag it out until if they don't trade him, he could decide that that day, right? Like he, You have until game 10 to decide whether or not you're going to hold out for the season. If he came back game week 10, he would still get paid. It's just the craziest statistic ever. Now the team can fine you for not showing up, but to make your salary guaranteed and for you to accrue a year, it's week 10. Wow. Crazy. I don't know. So that's, that's again, I'm assuming playing in green Bay, no matter who's the quarterback is difficult though. Right. Yes. Now, luckily, we're early in the year, so weather may or may not be should not should not be an issue. Well, but you never know, right? It gets rainy, it gets gross. Um, I'd love to go to that stadium though, sit on the bleachers. <laughs> yes, do it old school, right? You got to make it happen. I think so. Is that are you going to that game? Yes. Do do uh, when you travel, like, do you meet up with other Lions fans? You got a crew I know that you kind of oh, hang wow. out with, or is there's a whole this there's a very large crew um and, and different segments and different groups travel together some people travel alone and meet up but uh there's a there's a large segment of lions fans that will cross paths especially in a place like green bay where we most of us can drive to and is that what you plan on doing is driving yes yeah so we could go through the north and stop at Uperman's. yes You'd have to route that out for me. Um, I'm used to just doing the Indiana, Illinois. You go the other way, right on. Uh, and 
you know, I I can make that trip blindfolded now. So, you know, I've been there a few different times. So if we take the other way, you'll be the driver. Fair. I would, I, so two games in, if we are one and one after two games, I'm ecstatic, right? What if we're two and oh? Now, 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 now you're crazy, Kevin. You upset, you upset the 49ers and Aaron Rodgers isn't there for game two. That's, that, I mean, the only way to get to 17 and 0 is if you go 2 and 0 first, two and right? Oh. Let's go. It's possible. It is possible. It absolutely. Um, possible. Personally, I, I think Aaron Rodgers probably, he's, he's either going to go to a Super Bowl contender or he's not going to play. I mean, I and I don't know that Green Bay lets him go do that. Because I don't feel like they probably don't have any. I, I think that the Stafford Ford relationship is much, much different than the Rodgers, whoever owns. Well, I don't even know how the Packers ownership works, but they got to have somebody in charge, right? That relationship yeah. doesn't feel feel the same as what Stafford had here. Agree. Agree. Uh, but we got a shot. That's the bottom line. Let's and then. My game, I'm excited because I'm going to get to see Lamar Jackson play, who's been one of my favorite players since he came into the league. The Ravens come here September 26th for game three. Yes. Now, the Ravens are an interesting team. They feel like they've done fairly well in the regular season, but then they kind of miss the mark sometimes in the preseason. Is that, is that because they're just not defensively as tough? No, no, no. It's, it's largely because Lamar hasn't been able to – uh, stand in the pocket and complete passes in the clutch in the third and fourth quarter in the postseason game. It's a different world in, in, in the playoffs. And at some point, he has to stand there and bring his team down the field from the pocket, not scrambling, yeah. from the pocket, uh, you know, down four points in the fourth quarter. He's got to be able to – make that ADR drive down the field and, and win the game. And that's where they are. That's exactly where they are. So they've got them a few more weapons this year to throw to. And um, so that's the hope that the weapons will help him get to the next level from, from an aerial standpoint. So, but there'll be a tough, there'll be a tough matchup. That defense is, they're always going to play good defense in Baltimore. It's just who they are. Well, and I think that will be because with some of the uncertainty with you know Garoppolo and his injuries and, and potentially starting a rookie in game one, and then what's up in the air with the quarterback uh, uh, um, in Green Bay, this feels like game three is going to be the best test for our defensive front and what our defense is going to try to do to to fluster and contain quarterbacks. Right? I mean, this is this is a test. If we they'll have at least had a few games together, no opening day rust, none of that nonsense. Like I feel like by game four is when teams really start to click and be who they really are. Right. Yes, it may take a little bit longer like with it. all these rookies, but, but this is a good test for our defense. I agree completely. Uh, they're a good test period. They're always a good measuring stick to find out where you are. You don't bring your A game. They'll blow you out. They'll absolutely embarrass you. Yeah. So it's a good test. Well, I would say by this point, if we're two and one, we're doing pretty well. But then you're going to say, like, what? <laughs> imagine if we're three and oh. You never admit defeat, Mike. Let's All right. Go. If, we're, if we're three and oh at this point, 
I'm saying undefeated season. Right. You know, we're probably writing another one bites the dust part two by then, right? You know, you know. <laughs> Bring back Spider-Man. Yes. And then um we get into what I'm gonna argue is probably the most important part of our season for us uh, when it comes to making the playoffs away games at Chicago and in Minnesota. Yes. Like if we can win those games, that does a whole bunch of good for us in, in potentially taking the division. Right. In many different ways. Absolutely. I mean, every time you play those teams, and Chicago being early October at their place, great. Um, Minneapolis, I guess, U.S. Bank, that stadium is beautiful from the outside. I've never been inside of it, but weather doesn't play as much of, it, of an issue there. But uh, are you going to either two of those games? At this point, I do not have either one of those circled to attend. Um, if we're 3-0, and then maybe we can, we can have that conversation. Right, right. Um, I, I don't have either one of those circled right now. I'm coming back from Lambeau. I figure I'll lay low um, until uh, we go visit an old friend out in California soon. So I'm trying, dude. I'm trying. We'll get to that one. But uh, uh, Justin Fields, you think he's starting by week four? What a fantastic question. Um, the, the coach sounds like they're going to ride it out with Andy Dalton and let Fields come along slowly. But I mean, what if he's what if he's superior in training camp and in the preseason? Are you still going to put him on the bench, or are you you're going to put him in there and see if you can catch lightning in a bottle? Be interesting to see if uh, if he's starting by the time we get there in week four. I really hope he is. In all honesty, I mean, I I, I want to see Fields. I, I mean, I do. I want to. I want to. Other than Rogers, I want to see everybody's best, right? And if he's the best in the moment, let's go. Let's see. You know. And again, if it happens, let's punch him in the mouth and let's put it to rest that we shouldn't have, you know. Because if if he starts and if they win, beg a bit, it, Lions Twitter, I mean, maybe I'll handle know. it that week. Yeah. You already know. Yeah. Uh, and then the Vikings, what in the heck's even going on in, in Minnesota? They, is Kirk Cousins still their quarterback? Still their quarterback. Uh, I'm not sure what's going on in Minnesota. Uh, to me, they're, they're stuck in NFL purgatory. They're not rebuilding. Yeah. But they're not a Super Bowl contender. They're stuck right in the middle, in my opinion. I, I don't know what's going on in Minnesota. They drafted a quarterback in, in the second, third round, uh, who a lot of people think if he shows anything, they may move on from Kirk Cousins this year and, and start the young guy to see if, uh, if he's the answer long-term for them. So by the time we get there, who knows what their situation will be. Well, and I, I think that, when we look at it, like you're right, you Lions really suffered for a lot of different things, but that inability, right, to get to to either to play that middle ground too much. Um, and Minnesota might just have to make the make that leap. Hey, either it, this is going to work and it's going to be gangbusters, or it's going to just put us in a position where we can actually like go through a legitimate rebuild, right, and start over. Yeah, they're, just stuck, they're literally stuck right in the middle. Anything else you want to talk about with the the Bears and Vikings and us being on the road with them? It's early. That's what I love. It's early. Yeah, that we do that. No, I think it's um I think it's a good good back to back test for us and two division teams. We're going to see them a lot. 
um, obviously. Let's let's see where we are. Then week six, I believe, because uh, yeah, we haven't we don't have a don't have an early buy. Uh, the Bengals come into town. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. And who who uh, who did they draft? Didn't they draft one of his college teammates yes, as a receiver? Yes, Jamar Chase, his favorite wide receiver, when they were together in 2019 at LSU, won a national championship together. So that that should be cool to see. And that's that's who they chose over Penesul. So that'll be the storyline all week that week. Oh, that's right. Because they had they had to pick the, f- the six pick or five pick. They had five, but five. everybody, but they they their offensive line has been a problem for a while now, and that's why Joe Burrow got hurt. So everybody said Sewell's the obvious pick, and then you felt the groundswell as the draft got closer for Jamar Chase, and they passed on Sewell. So that'll be the that'll be the topic all week. You can you can write the stories now. There were quite a few, uh, I should say, at least two. Weren't there like uh, re, re, reunitings with college QB and wide receivers? I can't yeah. remember who else it happened with, but at least two, one or two other teams. Um, I'd have to look it up. It's become a thing, though. Maybe Miami. Miami was the other one, right? I, see, I can't even remember. I just know I, I remember it happening. But I'm on to the season. I, I, I put the other team's drafts behind me. Right on. Well, game seven, week seven, the one everybody's got circled. Yes. Uh, like, uh, you know, Lions heading out to L.A., another West Coast trip, another 405 start, uh, rematch against greatest quarterback that I've seen in the Detroit Lions uniform, Matt Stafford, going against Jared Goff. It's going to be framed as that. I, I don't see any other way that the matchup gets framed to you. No, no, that's absolutely it. And Stafford, I love you, but throw a couple of interceptions and make the Stafford haters happy, and, and I'll be cool. You can go on to win a Super Bowl after that, but I just want to – actually, I don't know. Let's see. what Because this – the success of the Rams uh, definitely impacts our uh, draft picks in the next two years, correct? Correct. Um. I still want to win this game. I still want to win the game. I still want to see Stafford do well in the season, but I don't want them to do so well that it f's up our draft. <laughs> I don't know if that, I don't know if that's possible. <laughs> no, it's not. You're gonna to have to pick a side eventually. <laughs> oh, uh, well, I don't know. So, what are your, what are your thoughts on this game? I know you you got your tickets, right? Yes. And from they're not cheap. Definitely not. And what the freak, dude? Is that like that for all LA games, or is this just like? Well, it's a new stadium. It's a $5 billion stadium. B, B with a billion with a B? With a B. Holy mackerel. You've got to go spend 30 minutes and do some research on the stadium. It's You've never seen anything like this stadium. Uh, and then last year, you know, the year they opened it, they couldn't have fans. So this will be year one, technically. They oh. played in it, but nobody was there. So that's that's the reason the tickets are where they are, and then of course, Stafford versus golf. Yeah, Lions fans aren't helping to drive those prices up. I've talked; I probably talked to thirty Lions fans who've already bought tickets and and are on their way out there. So it's going to be packed. It's going to be a lot of Honolulu blue in that stadium. Yeah, I'm really, really, really hoping I can go, man. 
I really want to go. Really want to go. How do you think we do? Like literally, like seriously, like. I'm scared to death. He's going to light us up for 400 yards and four touchdowns. And and that'll be the storyline, um, you know, because if, if, if he has a good game against us, it, the narrative that it, it was the Lions, not Stafford, just that cements it. Yeah. That, everybody see, told you. And and it probably was, but that doesn't mean I want to see it. That doesn't mean I want to witness it. Yeah. Well, you also have um, the fact that it's not like he got traded and is coming back to play against a team he knows. Right. A team, you know, he hasn't gone against this team in practice for the past 10, 12 years, right? So maybe that helps us out a little bit. Um, there are some well, are there any people here who might know Stafford a little bit? And I don't know how much teams talk about, you know, traded players' weaknesses or ways to exploit them. I got to figure everybody's trying to win so that they do a little bit, right? I don't know if there's some bro code or whatever that hangs out there. That I don't think there's any uh, secrets with Stafford at this point in his career. But yeah. you also uh, what the angle I like to look at it from is Jared Goff is going back home to play against his ex team. Defensive backs coach Aubrey Pleasant was with the Rams. GM Brad Holmes was with the Rams. There's going to be more motivation in our building going there than it will be for the Rams versus us. Michael Brockers was a Ram. There's going to be a lot of motivation coming from Allen Park to make that trip out west. So I I, I hope we can stay stay close and maybe pull out a miracle at the end. That would be what an incredible victory that would be. Yeah. That, and uh, with that West coast, four o'clock, I don't know. Ever. Yeah. And again, I'd like to look it up, but I know just from, if I could pull games out of my, out of my hat, those Arizona and Seahawks games, I I don't think we're on the good side of those. Nope. Speaking of that, well, no, I guess not yet. Um, are you cool to move on from that Rams game? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Well, we'll touch on that plenty of times between now and October. Yeah. We, we may have to do like two or three podcasts a week that game starts, Absolutely. depending on the record. I'll Absolutely. go. I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll, we'll try to compete with Derry. We'll go every day if we got a winning record. How's that, Kevin? Let's we'll, go. we'll say we'll, we'll podcast every day until they lose. <laughs> I can do it. As if, we, as if we don't have enough to do in our schedules. <laughs> Um, and then the Eagles come here, uh, on Sunday, the 31st, October 31st. Interesting. I'm, I gotta figure out like, so my wife and I'll be going to the games together, except unless they, the, the township decides to celebrate Halloween on that Sunday night instead of that Saturday night, then I may have to find a buddy to go with. So, um, Philly fans coming here. Uh, I, what we had a, a Philly here that season we shot the documentary. I remember yeah. we won that game yes. and it was just so wonderful seeing sad Philly fans walking down the streets after that game, man. Such a good feeling. Yeah. That's what I want. That's what I want this year. I want to have that feeling of seeing other people suffer. <laughs> yes. Lord knows we've done it enough. Uh, who's coming to town that week? Uh, that'll be um, 
two players, right? Uh, oh, geez. Carry on and uh, uh, oh, I'm about to say Dre Bly. What's wrong with me? Darius Slay. Yes, thank you. Played the same position, right? At least? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> Our Lions brain is fried, Kevin. It's been a lot of, lot of, lot of games. What do you think about that Philly game? I think that'll be that that'll be uh it's winnable. Let's start there. Yep. It's winnable. As a matter of fact, in, in my mind, it's a must win. We need to win that game. <sighs> it's at home. It's against uh a second year quarterback who for whatever you think of him is not as good as our quarterback. I don't think their roster is as good as ours. Um I think that's a must win for us. We need to win that game. Period. Yeah, no, no way, shape, or form. I mean, those other games in our schedule, you know, I'm not sure what the Bengals are, but those other games aren't easy because either they're good opponents and or they're on the road. But this game, you're 100% right. This is a must-win game. We need to win that game. Yeah. What? And then we go to – hold on. We play the Steelers in the preseason, then we go see them in the middle of the season? Yeah, it's a quirk, but yes. What? What? It doesn't happen often. It does. It does happen though. That's just wild. It's happened in the past, but it doesn't happen often. Yes. So, uh, what do you think about? I mean, what do you think about that game? That's uh, after a bye. We have a bye week after the Eagles game, so then we have a bye going into the Steelers game. Yes. Uh, I don't know where the Steelers will be by then. Um, Roethlisberger showed some signs of of real regression last year their offensive line isn't anything spectacular um i don't know where the steelers will be by then their defense is is solid very good i should say um where would they be week 10 what if, what if ben doesn't doesn't uh regain his old form of being ben roethlisberger what where are they at week 10 yeah, who do they even have as a Backup QB at this point. Uh, Dwayne Haskins from Ohio State is their reclamation project, right? Um, but who knows? Yeah, I'm I'm very curious. When I look at that, I think is that one we could sneak sneak out and and pull out. But when when's the last time the Lions won in Pittsburgh? Only game I remember against Pittsburgh was when that idiot Jim Schwartz tried to kick a field goal in the snow. Was that at Pittsburgh or was that in Philly? No, I was in Pittsburgh, but he, he faked the field goal. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's that's the one I went. That's the game I went to in Pittsburgh. I hope you at least brought your long cleats to that game because Lions didn't. That was brutal. <laughs> we should have won that game. We Stafford and, and Megatron went crazy and we took the lead and we had them on the ropes and the fake field goal killed yep. all the momentum we had and yeah, some good. I want to. I want to build some good memories this year, Kevin. We need to replace all of these bad Lions memories with good memories this year. I agree. That's the mission, right? I agree. Let's go. November twenty first. I'm circling this on the calendar because I might try to go to this game. I've got some uh, friends over in Cleveland, but we play the Browns. Who I've always said that if when the Lions go to the Super Bowl again, it's going to be against the Browns. Browns are looking pretty good. 
maybe this is the year we see them. We play them twice. One of those games being the last game of the season, but uh, that's going to be a tough game. Uh, November Cleveland, that stadium outdoors. If I go, I'm taking a bottle of whiskey with me. I'm going to go out on the limb and say Cleveland has the best roster top to bottom of anybody, any team we play this year. I think they could be on the verge of really big things. Would they go the 11 and five last year and destroy Pittsburgh in the playoffs and almost beat Kansas city in the second round should have beat Kansas city actually. Yeah. Um, and then they're right there and they, they, they kick off their season against Kansas city. They, I mean, they win that game, that first game, they're just and, off and running. I'm telling you, that's a, that's a really good football team. I mean, I love Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb's always my first uh, fantasy fantasy football draft pick, no matter where it's at. Nick Chubb. Yes. I just like saying chubby. Yeah, well, <laughs> I know who you are. I'm a 13-year-old boy deep down, yes. Kevin. That's what it is. Yes. All right, all right. Now, second half of the season here, we get into uh, another back-to-back division games. Um, Chicago and, and Minnesota come come into town, so we, uh, we don't wrap up the division. We save that to the very end. Uh, when we face Green Bay, but the second half here, we've got uh, late November, early December, Chicago comes in and the Vikings come in again, though I'm marking those two games as must win, must wins as well. Like I, we, I don't want to start at zero in the division for this as part of this rebuild process, right? Have to have to win these games at home. We know who these teams are. We'll have played them once already. Our coaches will have to scheme. We'll have to make adjustments. If we do lose, lose those earlier games, we have to win these games. I don't know any other way around it. Agree. Uh, one of the biggest differences in the Patricia era from the Caldwell era was Caldwell was fantastic against the NFC North. Patricia couldn't beat anyone. So um, we need to reverse that starting 2021 for sure. Got to start winning division games. Then we go to Denver. And this, I don't know how they figured it out, but this is the game that they added. This is the 17th game. That is the 17th game. Yes, sir. And playing in Denver. Dude, I mean, they're going to get some, they're going to get some uh, uh, airline miles out of this season. But man, <laughs> even if Denver's horrible, you're still playing a mile high stadium, right? You've been there, right? I went to the old one. I have not been to the new one. Gotcha. Um, what happens if Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback in Denver? Then we punch him in the mouth in Denver. <laughs> is that one of the rumored spots where he may end up? I keep hearing San Francisco, but I feel like that's a pipe dream. Yeah, they won't trade him. They don't want to trade him to Frisco because they don't want him in conference. Yeah. But Denver's a chance. Denver's got a shot. And then we've got uh, – so after the Broncos, then we've got the uh, last leg of our – Five chicken, because <laughs> when we play all five bird teams, right? All so five birds. Our bucket of five chicken. Uh, Cardinals uh, come here. Then we go play Atlanta, and then we oh, ooh, we're on the road with. C- How? This schedule is not easy, man. Yeah, well, our, our divisions matched up against the NFC West, so. We yeah, but why do they all? Are, how come they're all on the road? Well, Arizona's here. Oh, okay. And San Francisco's here. Yeah, okay. It just feels it just feels like they're all on the road, doesn't it? 
Yeah. Cardinals, I'm I'm finally I'm glad that they're coming here, but um I mean, is that the best division in football? I NFC West? I think they all could be five hundred or better. They're, yeah. That's a wow, what a what a four team division that is. It's like it's like the anti NFC East. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Uh, Falcons, Matt Ryan will still be quarterback. Who knows where Julio Jones is going to be? Again, a lot of these teams, what we think they are now, they're going to look completely different come come the start of the season anyway. We're talking about the end of December, beginning of January. You have no idea what these teams will be like by then. Yeah. And what will be like by then. True, true, true. And then we wrap the season January 9th with Green Bay coming here. That will be uh, – that's a tradition for my wife and I. We go to that game. We stay the night in Detroit, usually the day before, the day after, depending on kind of like everything else is going on in the world. That's kind of our uh, anniversary birthday present to each other. I remember one year we stayed. I think we stayed, and it was it was when the game was on New Year's, mm-hmm. and it was cold. It was like negative 20 degrees. We thought about walking down to the, I guess, to do a ball drop downtown Detroit. We are like, hell no. I'm just <laughs> watching it from the, on the TV from the bed. Yes. But uh, hanging out in Detroit's a pretty good time. Anybody out there looking to come from other other, other places, you know? Um, I, I love downtown Detroit now. It's really, really good, really good experience. And I think that year, that was the year that we, we uh, beat Green Bay with Brent Hunley as the quarterback and Stafford caught the touchdown. Was that the yeah. game? Yes, threw the ball to the third deck. Yes. Yes. That but, was uh, Yeah, I mean, again, it is what it is. Beating Green Bay, I don't care who's the quarterback. I don't care what's going on. Beat Green Bay. Beat Green Bay. Beat Green Bay. We we could lose 16 games, Kevin, and win that last game there, and we'll at least have some hope for next season. <laughs> I need more than one. <laughs> uh, okay, Let, well, let's recap here. I'm going to go through. Uh, uh, 49ers. Truth. When? Uh, you, my my screen's are we doing all seventeen. What's that? Are we going through all seventeen? Yep, real fast. Okay. R- rapid fire. First thing that comes to your head. 49ers. You said when? when? Green Bay on the Green Bay. When? Ravens. Loss. Bears. Loss. Vikings. Loss. Bengals. Win. Rams. Loss. Eagles. Win. Steelers. Loss. Browns. Loss. Bears at home. Win. Vikings at home. Win. At Broncos. Loss. Cardinals here. Loss. At Atlanta. Win. At Seattle. Loss. Green Bay home. Win. Eight and nine, Kevin. You oh, heard it here first. Yeah. Kevin predicts eight wins. Kevin. I'll take that. Kevin. I'll stand gonna, by that. I'm going to take the over. <laughs> oh. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I'll stand by that for now. Let's go. All right, Kevin. Great talking to you again. I don't know. Is there anything else that you want to end on? Cashing all, all those cans and bottles. We got road trips to take, baby. Let's yeah, but I, I really do want to go on a road trip uh, with you this season. Uh, would love to try to make it to that that Green Bay game. Would love, 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 love to try to make it to L.A. But when you add in the price of the ticket with the price of the flight, how much you get your flight for? Just under 300 
and then a room? Uh, well, it's L.A., so they aren't cheap. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know if there were if you knew other ways to pay for rooms in L.A. <laughs> well, I didn't explore any of those. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Well, as the season approaches, we'll uh, lock down some of these dates and keep talking Lions football. Uh, what's up next? What's the big date coming up for the season? Uh, I believe the. Don't quote me on the date, but I believe the second week in June is like the full mini camp. Right on. Double check the date. Um, work's got me in the headlock a little bit. Um, but I believe second week of June is a mini camp. So all right, all right. Thing. Well, we'll definitely talk before then, Kevin. All right. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate right. it. Take care, buddy. You too. We'd like to thank everybody for taking the time to listen to our podcast today. That music that you hear, that is District 4 by Kevin McLeod from Incompetech.com. Looking forward to seeing you next time on the Heart of the Lions pod.